Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Big hearty, hey, girl, hey. And welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Kiss my grits. None of that flow. Oh, none of that flow. Come on, Polly Holiday. I'm Jace with Dawn. Alexis is off today. She's taking care of Zen, who's a little under the weather and uh, coughing in her face and doing what kids do. Right, Dawn? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and she's like, oh, he's so snuggly. And it's yeah. like, you need to... Keep him at to, a distance. You, you need to Heisman Trophy that kid. Just, Put him just in a his little cage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean his playpen. But yeah, see, you, you're talking like me now. I don't know. <laughs> I would I would have called it a kennel or something, but yes. I don't know. I don't know what kids go in. Oh. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. It is Friday, October seventh, twenty twenty two. As you heard, Kenny uh, uh, knew the time there. He got to get that traffic report in, so we're happy about that. And. He'll be coming up at uh, eight twenty-three today uh, for one more time. Yes, <laughs> he's been a little. He- he's been about seven minutes ahead of time it today. Was great, yeah, it's it better than being seven minutes behind. Late, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Don was telling you it's been like lawsuit week here on the show. We told you about the uh, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie uh, mess, and then now Elton John and and uh, Prince Harry, and I have one more, and I. You know, when I was reading this, I didn't even realize it would be like a trilogy here. But yeah, there's one more lawsuit to tell you about. And I love this one as well, because she's also having a really good year. And I'm talking about my girl, Bethany Frankel. And she's having a good year because first, she's freaking brilliant. And she's brilliant in marketing and in business. And we knew that. But she's taking it like a step further. She grabbed, I mean, jumped onto TikTok and started doing beauty reviews and really calling out the BS, calling out the BS of like, oh, this Kylie Jenner lipstick that's $400. <laughs> I loved what she, that review of her, her oh, eyelash or her yes. eyeshadow kit that she did. Yeah. Um, and just calling out. The BS and separating it from the products that are actually worth it. And half the time, and I'm being conservative with that number, half the time, the drugstore stuff turned out to be just fine, if not better. Oh, yeah. If not better. That a lot of this celebrity crap is just packaging. It's just, it's fireworks and pizzazz with not a lot of substance. Yeah. Except for Ariana Grande's crap. Mm. 
Bethany, let me a little side note here. Bethany loved Ariana Grande stuff. Yeah, she did. Okay. Okay. But the reason I'm talking about her today, she's doing TikTok. Uh, I know nothing about this story. Please tell me. She's suing TikTok for, and here's the Star Jones and me. I don't want to get the station sued. (laughs) Allegedly, she's suing TikTok for allegedly allowing scam monsters Mm. to use her picture, her likeness, to promote counterfeit crap on TikTok. (gasps) Oh, wow. So people are using a video, a finely edited video of her singing the praises. This is just one example. Okay. Of a sweater. I think it was like a cardigan. And then editing it to appear that Bethany loved it. And then promoted it on TikTok. And then when Bethany, now this is where TikTok really, really messed up. Allegedly, when Bethany posted her own video warning her followers about this crap. TikTok deleted the video for being, quote, abusive. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. So she's obviously she's looking for damages and she's also requesting changes to how TikTok polices this kind of nonsense or lack of monitoring. Um, and I say, go for it, girl. You go. I wonder how that works with a foreign company. I, I don't know. You know, I mean, because TikTok is from China. Well, and she's already, you know, she went on CBS. Uh, she went on Gail King and was talking about how, and we mentioned this, how it was very curious when Bethany started criticizing the Kardashians, <laughs> which admittedly uh, does very well for TikTok and any social media company that they are engaged in, it was very curious. The moment I sound like the church lady. You sound like an Irishman. Yeah. Or the church lady. <laughs> the moment Bethany started making fun, or I'm sorry, criticizing the Kardashians' crap products. Her views went down from millions to about 100,000. What? No. Oh, no. Oh, this happened while you were in Europe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. That does not happen if you're Bethany Frankel. Just FYI. I don't even, I don't know a lot about algorithms, but I do know that. I don't need to, I don't need to be uh, an IT (laughs) Ian to know that. Um, that that just doesn't happen. And she called them ah. out, girl. She went on CBS uh, this morning and called them out. Said, yeah, it's a little bit of a quinky dink. That when I start criticizing the Kardashians, um, all my views go down. So weird. Yeah. So this is like the second time she's gone. I mean, she's pulling no punches with them. And I love it. I absolutely love it. She's just making some smart moves. And I don't even use the, I, look, I wear makeup for the television. I don't even use beauty products. I am fascinated by her TikToks. Mm. I watch all of them. And I don't even use this crap. Yeah. I love to watch her put eyeshadow. I love to watch her criticize eyeshadow. Oh, God. I have no life. No, <laughs> but, yeah. but it is. It's uh, That's what's so, the, the good thing about social media is that you feel like it's just your friend talking to you. 
mm-hmm. much like, you know, the radio show. Yeah. You're listening Hi, in your car right now or at home and, you know, we're Hi. talking to you. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then you watch these videos and you feel like you're just right there with them yeah. and have your friend telling you this is crap. <laughs> That's yeah. entertaining. So there you go. Look at that. Speaking of friends, Hanson was on the television show yesterday. And this is connected because it's a tick. It, it was birthed basically, basically from TikTok. Hanson tried her hand at butterboards, the new charcuterie yeah. board that everyone's doing these. And she did a butterboard and she did a hummus board. Okay. That was phenomenal. But she did this fresh, like Irish butter. Mm-hmm. And then she did hot honey. And some herbs. And I will tell you, and then some fresh bread. Okay, so she does have something to put the butter on. Yes. I'm there for she the bread. She brought. <laughs> I know. But she brought. Well, you like butter, too, don't oh, you? I, of course. Yeah. yeah. Real butter. Sure. This is this was real butter. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's Hanson. It's a yeah, girl it's was a log. Be, so a log of, uh, I, what other butters do you remember? No, I mean, it doesn't really, that's the good thing about the butter board. You can do whatever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fancy butter, but yeah. you just, you spread it, you make little waves, like a little ocean waves, and then she topped it with fancy salt. <laughs> like I said, some hot honey, yeah. some locally made hot honey, some spicy honey, and some herbs. And in the commercial break, I tore through it. And what I learned was that you really could do this trend with not just butter. I mean, you can do it with hummus. You could do it with any type of spread no, and man. and add whatever you want. And it just looks phenomenal. That's and a lot of fun. It is. Uh, when I was in Switzerland, you know, that's the land of the best dairy that you can get. So their cheese, their butter, their milk is oh, just God. unbelievable. It just doesn't even taste like anything you've ever tasted. So we had a fun time. Uh, Switzerland is very expensive. Oh, it just, is? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> like we peruse and go by, um, you know, just like a fast food place. And yeah. if you want a value meal, it's like $33. Oh, my for, goodness. Yeah. MC, we were very tired. We went to this place called MFC, which is KFC. It's just master fried chicken, but everything kind of looks the same. He got three wings, three chicken strips, a fry, and a drink, and it was 33 francs. Oh, my God. Which is, you know, comparable to dollars, really. 33. Anyway, the the point is, is that we would go to the grocery store and buy food, but we had such a fun time picking out what butter we were going to get. Oh, for the next day. And we're like, you know, we have like Google Translate. And so mm-hmm. you can just hold that the camera up to a label and it'll tell you like, oh, this is goat goat butter or oh, this is, you know, from a cow that's lived up on the top of the mountain for its whole yeah. life. You know, most <laughs> of them are. It just tastes different. So butter, I'm all about it. Yeah, it was it was great to see it. The TikTok trend come to life. And then she ate an edible flower on TV and choked. And there were, oh, there was that moment too. Yeah, yeah she, which was so hysterical to me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Stephanie Hansen, if you'd love to join her makers, um, oh gosh, there's dinners that she puts on at the Lexington. Lexington. Yep. Yeah, the makers. Mark, it's not a maker's maker. mark. It's the Minnesota makers. Minnesota makers. Made a, yeah, so she you does get them like this on the regular, whole, like you know. 
six course meal and then she talks and probably, you know, gives you recipes. So that's a cool thing to do with Stephanie. It's Hansen, great. If you're a fan. Yeah. I've been to one and they're, they're awesome. Yeah. And she, she knows how to wrangle that, that it's like, it's, it's a great evening and they sell out just like Dawn's events. Mm-hmm. They sell out very quickly. So the minute you see Hanson post about that, you better get a ticket because it doesn't last long. So FYI. If you want to uh, join me and the rest yeah, of my paranormal team, say. we're doing our Lexington. Uh, we investigated the Lexington. Uh, in addition to that, other haunted places this year. And from the past, you know, the clips and things we have, it's a whole Halloween type presentation that's on the 20, 22nd or 23rd. Right now, you should just go to Eventbrite and look up the Lexington restaurant and go to Paranormal Cocktail Party. And those are your tickets. They'll and sell out gonna, fast, so I'm serious. Go now. Yeah. And you're going to be my special guest on the talk show, right? Next week or is it the week yeah, after? Uh, it is on the 20th. That's right. The 20th. And I'm really excited to, uh, you know, show you guys some new things, some new um, paranormal investigation type toys that I have. Yeah. And something I actually built myself. I can't wait. Yeah, Dawn's going to be a, a big chunk of the show, and then uh, it all leads up. I uh, am going to be the Grand Marshal of the famous Halloween parade in Anoka on the 22nd. of uh, It's a Saturday, so I'm That's practicing great. my wave right now. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the Dirt Alert next. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Well, here's an alert. I'm a moron. Uh, My husband and uh, my mother-in-law just texted me. The Anoka Halloween Parade that I'm the Grand Marshal of is not the 22nd. It is uh, the 29th. It is October, which makes a hell of a lot more sense. uh, (laughs) So it is October 29th in downtown Anoka. I will be the Grand Marshal of the Halloween Parade. Uh, there we go. Yes. So, so fun. The Halloween everybody. capital of the world, Anoka, Minnesota. That's right. So okay. thank you, everybody. Okay. Dirt alert. Dirt alert. Okay. We talked about Prince Harry and Elton John suing all of those outlets in the UK who have, gosh, done terrible things and they have receipts Horrible. to prove it. Uh, moving on, another Prince Harry news. He has a memoir coming out and the royal family is hugely nervous about it. That's what a royal biographer is saying. His name is Tom Bauer, and he wrote Revenge, Meghan, Harry, and the War Between the Windsors. Uh, He told Page Six in an interview that the Duke of Sussex's upcoming book is a time bomb. So he has been desperate. I guess Harry's been desperate to rewrite the book after the Queen died last month. He wanted to take out or downplay what he wrote about his dad and Camilla. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Prince William and Kate Middleton, but this this author says, because he knows through the grapevine, I guess, that, that he doesn't think that can happen. That the oh. publisher is like, no, this is the juicy stuff we wanted. It's Penguin Random House. And they're like, nah. But they are going to actually add a chapter about the funeral. So, oh. But they're not allowing him to take out anything that he said before um, to soften the and, blow. So Yeah, and they shouldn't. That's It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And in this whole article, I just I saw this picture of, um, you know, the new, the the, uh, the queen consort Camilla, King Charles the Third, yeah. now Prince William, Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton is so pretty. She is. I mean, she's a beautiful so lady. So is Megan. I'm not going to compare the two. They're both gorgeous, but man. Yeah. Gosh, I'm with you. What a looker she is. I know. Man. I know. Seriously. Okay, let me move on to something more important. Kanye, all this news about Kanye. He was on Tucker Carlson. He tried to explain uh, his White Lives Matter, uh, you know, whole controversy, the the uh, the sweatshirt that he wore. And then he also thinks that there's this evil plan. And you're going to love this, Jason, because he says it's the media He's talking about Lizzo's weight, and he said the media is trying to kill black people. We love it whenever they just say the media. Oh, I hate, <laughs> it's I like, hate, it's just... we're the media. You know, just to think that there's this collective, almost secret society between us that that broadcast things, that they all get together in some weird coven, and yeah. they go, let's yes. now take down this. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, this is what he's speaking about. He says that anytime uh, he noticed that Lizzo, who works out with a trainer, posts on social media about losing weight, she's immediately attacked by bot accounts because they don't want her to lose weight. And he says that the media wants to put out a perception that being overweight is the new goal for black people when it's actually unhealthy. Okay. He says it's clinically unhealthy to promote an overweight lifestyle and going a step further by calling anyone who does so demonic. He says if you promote an unhealthy lifestyle, you're demonic. And he's mentioning the media in this that he okay. wants to that the media wants to make sure that Lizzo doesn't have any weight loss because they want to bring the entire black race down. These are no. grand okay. ideas that are delusional. Look, the media makes a lot of mistakes. Um, if we're just going to use that term, and Dawn knows me well, I, I I don't like the broad term because it's lazy to me. It's it not. It's it's uh, it's, it's it requires just one more level of like discernment to be like, okay, it's it's uh, tabloid media or it's celebrity journalism or or whatever. And again, the media are made up of people, and mm-hmm. as I've, as I've tried to describe. To various people in my family, when when you make a blanket statement about the media and that they're all liars, capital A, all liars, you're also including me into that. Yeah. And my friends that wa- you're, you're saying that my friends act 
actively, consciously walk into work every day, sit down at their company computers and actively lie. And that's and and I so I take offense to it, even though we host a dumb show. That's yeah. Anyway, we're we're reporting on stories and and looking at facts here. Do we speculate on rumors? Of course we do, because we're in an entertainment talk station. But, you know, so Uh, there you go. For more of these stories, go to mytalk1071.com and another Dirt Alert's coming up at 1220. When we come back, we're cursed with forced movie reviews. We'll explain. <laughs> but we do have a big fat movie review slash an old one from Dawn next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. You want to be great company, come on. Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Sans Alexis today. Uh, She's taking care of Zen. Zen is all sniffly and coffee. (coughs) I know. Poor Lex. Just they're little carriers. You know what I mean? Like little... Petri dishes, carrier Petri monkeys. Petri dishes, that's whatever. right. I mean, this kid is going to be a superhero when he grows up because of all the antibodies he's collected. I know. Dawn, Dawn texted that. We were in a group text last night, and Dawn said, I laughed out. I did LOL when you said that. Yeah, that kid's kid's never going to get sick. No. So, no. Not, not that at, you are exempt, and it's like chicken pox. I'm just saying. Yeah. This kid is going to be tough. That's right. How are you feeling today, Lex? The delicious hot mess. That's right, Lex. <laughs> She's going to get sick. I know she <laughs> I is. Know. Girl, I'm waiting. She wasn't feeling good. No, nope, I'm nope. like, oh, well, if a nope. little child is, you're snuggling with him, which uh-huh. he can't resist. I mean, she just wants to snuggle with him all day, but he's at the age where he's just like, I don't really want to do that anymore because he's three and, you know, he yeah. just doesn't. So now, anytime that he wants to snuggle with her, oh, yeah, She's oh like, yeah. Come on. She's she posted if you follow if you're on her socials, oh, everyone, yeah. you can see a picture. She's all she is all up in that kid's face. <laughs> Coughing so. in her face, got a fever, all kinds yep. of things happening. Oh boy. So we are waiting. I'm waiting for that Sunday, that Sunday text. Girl. Girl. I ain't feeling well. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she's going to go through So get ready, weekend. everybody. Monday, yep. it's just going to be the two of us again. So get ready. Yeah. Oh, I, I literally, I'm, I just texted her. I go, are you snuggling right now? And she goes, you know it. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Girl, carrier monkey. Anyway. Okay. So I bring up Lex. God, we can't. It's like two steps forward, one step back. We haven't done forced movie reviews. Since the end of June. Yeah, that's and true. Yeah, quite literally the end of June. Yeah. We're going to bring it back after the fair. Uh, and then Project Down and Dirty happened. And then you went to Europe. Yep. Um. So we're like, oh, no, we'll wait till after PD&D. 
Okay. It was supposed to relaunch today. But then... The delicious hot mess. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> then, then, uh, then Zen gets... <coughs> so there is no force movie review. It will return along with the Dukes of Hazard at its regularly scheduled time <laughs> oh my God. next week. But right now we have a CBS special presentation of a big fat old movie review. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Don McLean has it. Yes. Oh, so I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye <gasps> on my airplane ride from, you know, when we were going over to Europe. Usually I don't watch what's on the whatever the Delta or American Airlines screen, you have choices of TV shows and stuff like that. But I had so much packed in my personal item bag underneath the seat. I just didn't want to dig it out, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm just going to find it, something girl. on here. Seriously. Oh, look, they have so many things. So I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye uh, with Jessica Chastain playing Tammy Faye. Um, they were nominated 21 times for this. Um, she won the Oscar for Best... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did she win the... Uh, she was definitely nominated for Best Actress. I thought maybe she won... I don't think she won. Okay. I do remember her doing a speech. She was a nominee, it looks like. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't it's, think she won. No, my God. Don't worry about it. Girl, it's Friday. Um, yeah. You you do you continue. I'll I'll play the role oh, no, of Alexis. Let me look. No, she, she did won, win the Oscar. She won the Oscar for <gasps> best did. performance by an actress in a leading role, Jessica Chastain. Right. Um, okay. So she deserves it. I always wanted to see this, and I just didn't. You know, you want to see all the films, and I didn't see this one. This is so great. Andrew Garfield um, plays Jim Baker. She. It starts from her childhood where. You really understand her desire to be closer to God and where it came from. Yeah. Her mother was really oppressive. Her mother played the organ in church, and it was a small community, just a Midwestern town. And she was shunned from coming to church. The rest of the family could go, but she couldn't because her mother had been divorced. And she yeah. was the child of that divorce. So the mother said, we don't need to remind people that you exist, basically, because then I look like a sinner. So you can't come to church. So she would sneak around and look in the windows and listen to all the preachings because it was something taboo that she couldn't participate in. And she's like, I want Jesus to accept me. I want, you know, and so as a little girl, she's like, please let me be a part of your flock or whatever, you know, she desperately wanted a relationship with God and she decided to go in one day to that church and just be a part of it. She came forward and she's like, I want to be saved. And her mother was horrified. And you know, that was the beginning. She got punished and it's just really lets you in on where she really came from and, and where in her heart she had always wanted to be a part of that community. Yeah, without a doubt. And she's so innocent because she just comes from this little town. She goes to college and meets Jim Baker. He's trying, you know, they're in basically a seminary or religious course together. And he's trying to become a preacher and he's being very presentational. And for him, it's about acceptance and 
you know, like, hey, let's be happy if we're Christians because God has blessed us with all of these great things. And the professor, he wants the doom and gloom of like, you're sinners, you need to repent. And Jim Baker was like, no, let's be rich. Let's, you know, so she was so turned on by that. And their budding relationship is very campy and very cute. You know, it's like she was wild a little bit and he was like, oh, yeah, but wild in a Christian way. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, Small, small W wild. Right, right, right. (laughs) So then things happen. I won't reveal a big part of the plot and why they got married, but you could probably put it together. And then it's just a really beautiful look at her being so naive in all of this scandal. You know, Jim Baker is the one that committed these crimes And he's the one that defrauded the public. She had no idea. She did revel in the richness of having golden toilets and all of that. But she just thought it was almost like Stockholm Syndrome or some type of like you're in a cult and you're just blind to the fact that, you know, how are you getting all this stuff? You know? Yeah. Um, And then I was really shocked by a point that I didn't really. It all came back to me when they got to a point where she felt so unloved by her husband. He was just never with her. And she ended up having a. An affair that really wasn't an affair, but they made it into one with one of her producers who was producing her music. And it really wasn't an affair. It wasn't an affair, but they made it out to be this big like you have sinned and now you have to repent to the entire tv audience so they made her go on tv and admit what she had done and that she had fallen away from god it was like wow and all the things that he had done and wasn't talking about um well it's a great movie it's it's, it's campy, but it's also, you really feel for her. And then what's so touching is that she embraced the gay community and uh, yeah, the, before, the AIDS yep. community before anybody did. and Which they, is true. That's not fictionalized for that, that movie. That isn't. Yeah. She basically called all of the Christians out among her circle and said, if God loves everyone and he loved the sinners and he hang out, he, you know, he hung out with uh, uh, the sinners and the lepers and, you know, all of the people that needed him most. Why are we not talking about this? Yep. And she brought a gay man on the show. You know, you can see tapes. Also of him, true. Yeah. You know, and he, you know, his interviews they put into the movie at the end. She Who's deserved alive, that Oscar. Way. Yes. Yeah. She really because she did. She transformed herself. And it wasn't mm-hmm. the cartoony version. It nope. was, but, you know, there wasn't any. She was kind. It was just, it was lovely. And I think that she definitely deserved that Oscar. So if you haven't seen it, you can actually see it on Hulu. You can rent it on Prime. I think it's on HBO Max as well. So easily accessible to anybody if you haven't seen Through the Eyes or the Eyes of Tammy Faye. There we go. Big fat movie review. Forced movie review. will return tomorrow, next week at its regularly scheduled time. <laughs> yes. We'll be right back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on my talk. I'm Jace with Dawn. Uh, Lex is uh, taking care of a sniffling sick child. And any parent out there, you can relate mm-hmm. and have Coughing compassion for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said. She said they've been up about every two hours. No. So, yeah, poor Lex. Yeah. Hey, I uh, I want to take the few uh, last closing minutes um, to say uh, it takes a good friend. It takes a really nice woman. It takes a it takes a great friend 
to tell you that you are a butthole. And um and and I'm talking about Don McLean here. Oh no. And here's the deal. You know, we the the My Talk brand is cemented in charity, it's cemented in doing entertainment news, and it's cemented in, in being real. And you know, you know when we're having good days, you know when we're having bad days. Uh, you know our friends, you know who our family are, uh, you know our foibles, you know our quirks. And I think that's part of why you, you and you like that mix. Nobody's just going to listen to a radio show or a radio station that ticks off headlines, uh, entertainment headlines. You can get that on your Google News on your, your rotary phone. Um, I say all this because, you know, we can't just talk about the good. We got to also be real. And uh, this is one of those moments for me where I just I want to apologize because for like the last I don't know, it's about a year, but it's really focused on the last nine months. I have just not been in a good place. And you probably have noticed on air. I'm a little more prickly than I've you. And that's. There's a portion of it that's always been a joke from day one of making fun of B and all of unhappy that stuff. Homo. Yeah, not happy. That's that's and that won't go away. Nothing. <laughs> let me and, and let me be clear. But here's the deal. Um, the reason I started with Dawn is it takes a real friend to pull you aside and go, "Hey, something's going on," and and that was Dawn and B Arthur, and 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 it has been a rough year for me. And there's no need to go into all of it. I've hinted at some things. I haven't been thrilled with the emperor. I'm just going to blame it on him. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Uh, No, I'm kidding. Uh, No, Um, he's just an easy little uh, joke there. But yes, yes. no. And this has nothing to do with Colin. If anything, because I want to make that clear. Um, If anything, the last year has made me really realize that the older you get, your circle really does get more important, smaller, and more vibrant, and more beautiful. Because you you start to kind of weed out the nonsense, and you're left with just beautiful people, and you start to appreciate them more. And that's what's happened with my husband. Um, Because it's been... I've bitten off... I, the gist of it is I, I bit off way more than I can chew, than I could chew. I was going 300 miles an hour, and I wasn't doing anything well. And I was doing just basic, including uh, this show, a lesser degree to the TV show, and I just lost my happy. And nobody wants to turn. I've always, and I've said it, the the greatest gift of this show has always been what Marjorie Punnett told me and Alexis when we took over 10 years ago next year, by the way. That the greatest joy of this show was having the opportunity to start everybody's day off with a smile and a laugh. That's our damn job. And and there's been too many days over the last two years, or this two years, Jason, the last nine months or so, where my prickliness has eclipsed the joy of the show. And that's not fair to Dawn or Lex or, or anybody that I've, uh, you know, uh, P. 
people have seen my frown instead of my happy and my smile. So if you've noticed that and you've wondered what the hell was going on with me, um, I'm okay. Um, Things are turning around. I'm finding more balance. I'm getting my joy back as a result. I'm getting my happy back. And I'm just sorry. Oh, Jason. And I'm grateful to Carl and to Dawn for smacking me across the face like a soap opera. She didn't really, but. <laughs> but um, making me realize and asking me in care, out of care and love, what the hell was going on. And uh, so if you've listened to the show and you've been like, oh, God. I need some happy right now and this homosexual isn't cutting it. I, uh, I'm sorry. And I promise you that the, the joy is back and the happy is back. And, um, yeah. Well, I can say that everybody loses focus from time to time there. Your perspective can get skewed depending on what's going on in your life. And sometimes you can float off the planet. You know, it's like you were on a tether and we were like, "Uh Oh, (laughs) he's going to the bad planet and we're trying to pull you back down, (laughs) you know? And so, because we want to make sure that people out there know that we are your friends, like we are your friends and we want your day to start off. Right. And you know, it's, we got to check ourselves sometimes myself included that we're not bringing mm-hmm. you down. And so sometimes you need a friend to hold up a mirror and say, this doesn't look good. So that's what I did. But I just feel like, you know, hey, thank you for taking it and listening. And, um, you know, it's going to be a better show. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Yeah. Happy Go Friday, up. guys. Happy Friday. We're all blessed. Hashtag blast like Tammy Faye. That's right. (laughs) I'm even going to do her eyeshadow today for the TV show. Go out there and be yourself. Nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. You be you. Have a great Friday, a great weekend, and hopefully Lex will be back Monday. Thanks, friends. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.